0: You are now tuned in to the Windy City Bender's podcast.
1: This is WCVP.
0: All right, we're back with another edition of the Windy City Bender podcast. It's the first one of 2021. We are, as a recording, three days out from NHL hockey. But when we post this, it'll be only two days out. Tanner, how excited are you doing right now?
1: Um, I'm doing very excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I'm I'm stoked, man. Like like it's just it's a weird time and it's just always feeling weirder and weirder. So I'm glad there's gonna be hockey back on. Also, happy new year. So
0: yeah, happy holidays. It's uh it's
1: it's over. <laughs> <But> it's not. <laughs> it's
0: been, it's been- last time you re-recorded. I was like, "Holy shit! Like, so much has gone. It's been two weeks. A lot's gone down." Um, one thing we're gonna talk about really quick because it keeps getting overshadowed with other bullshit that's going on in the world. Team USA. Yeah. The oh, gone. mama, don't you cry. <laughs> I love seeing all the Canadian like counts on like Instagram and all that and social media. They're just like, "God damn it! Now we have to listen to that stupid fucking chant for a year." Love it. That's fucking cool. Um, yeah, that was actually an awesome game too. I like yeah, Team Canada had just if you didn't follow the tournament at all, Team Canada was dominant the entire tournament. I think they didn't let up a single even strength goal. No, that entire tournament up until the gold medal game. Right. Um, it was insane. And then they get they were outscoring
1: opponents, what it was 36. To Two at that time?
0: Something like that, yeah. I mean, they beat multiple teams by, like, double digits.
1: Yeah, Germany, they smacked, like, they had more goals than Germany had shots in the game. It was 16 goals or some shit.
0: So they had more goals than Germany had on the players that Germany had playing. They only had 14 guys for that game because of the, the COVID shit.
1: Yeah, you know they score every time they scored, they just handed a puck to a different German player each time and then gave one to the coach and the assistant coach, and they're like, Hey, thanks for coming, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, then they get blanked by the USA. Uh 2 0 in the gold medal game. Spence yes. Knight is going to be a stud. I right, man, that'd be great
1: for Florida because like they don't really have like any kind of goaltending worth ten million
0: dollars <laughs> at all. <laughs> Hero killing me. Both goalies in that gold medal game are both Florida prospects. Really? I didn't even notice that. I had no yeah. idea that uh, Canadian Levi Canadian was Devin it? Levi. Yeah, he he was drafted seventh round by the Florida Panthers. That's really funny. Yeah, so Florida so they, they're
1: potential teammates.
0: Yeah. Uh Florida's Panthers, their goalies looking pretty bright, and I'm wondering if they're kicking themselves on such a long contract to Bob for as much as they, they offered him. True.
1: Like, I wonder if they try and move that or at some point, maybe with, like, some salary retained.
0: I was talking to Rossi about it, um, and he's like, he's like, I didn't like that deal from the beginning. Like, I thought it was a dumb move. And I'm teamed, you don't pay goalies that much for that length. I think if you're going to pay a goal, you got to give him shorter term. I don't think you give him – what is it? He got seven years, right? I believe so. Yeah,
1: I think it was like max max years, and then ten mil.
0: I feel like goals are just so hard to give them because it's like you don't know what they're gonna be like. It's it's like three four years. If you want to give them the same amount, like this the ten million, fine. Give them for four years. Let them and then give them again if he's still up there or something. But I don't know. I,
1: I think like in my mind, it's kind of. Like, with Carey Price, like, you know what you're getting while you're already in Montreal, and, like, that's kind of worth it. But, like, if you're trying – that's the weirdest thing to me, too. It's, like, everybody always overpays in free agency because, like, that person can go wherever they want, and a lot of teams get screwed. It's not just, like, goalies, but it's, like, plenty of, like, other kind of players and stuff like that. But, like, free agency is not the best time to, like – Hey, let's spend all the money we fucking have on a player that we don't even know will fit with like our coaching scheme, our defensive systems, our offensive systems, or anything like that. So, right. I like if it was Bob signing a ten million dollar ticket in Columbus where he already was thriving. Like, I'm sure he would have been completely fine last year. But doing a whole new change of scenery like doesn't fucking help a lot of. People. I just,
0: I just don't think. I think Carey Price is the only goalie that I think you you know what you're going to get from him. Bob is, was is up and down. Like I I know he, I mean, he's a great goalie. I think he deserved to get paid, but like for that term and that much, I feel like that was a huge gamble. Cause it's like, he's, and then, cause I mean, look at last year though, too. Like he, he did. He was very consistent in the
1: like Vesna voting though. So like you, you're going out and getting a very good goalie. Like it was, it, what's crazy to me is the fact that like, he signed in Columbus, or I'm sorry, in Florida for that much, and then the Hawks just ended up being able to pick up Laner, who was also a Vesna finalist for not even nearly as much, like half the price in just one year. It was, it was like you're both in the Vesna voting, but like apparently one goalie deserves twice as much money. Is like
0: okay, <laughs> cool to me, man. Get paid the show the the stigma that laner has got with him with all of his other stuff too which is unfortunate but you know what whatever it is what it is um yeah so USA baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go america hockey at least um <laughs> all right so we got lots to talk about uh when it comes to Hawks talk um a lot of went from like nothing happening to like Christmas happening and just the floodgates opened up. <laughs>
1: the, it was like the worst Christmas gifts ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when, when we were recording last, we, we knew, I don't know if we talked about it on the episode or it was happened as we finished, but Kirby doc got hurt. Yeah.
1: We, we had talked about it, but we, at that point we didn't know the extent of the injury and that he would be out the entire season. Basically with,
0: uh, it was a very popular opinion in our group chat for a little bit that he just uh dislocated his thumb or he jammed his thumb.
1: Yeah, no uh, way.
0: And then the pictures came out and and his his fucking bottom of his hand had a
1: foreskin from his wrist, and we were <laughs> just like I don't think that's how that was supposed to work.
0: So God, yeah, hit broken wrist looked absolutely disgusting. Almost had like a nice little ninety degree angle. oh man i hate that so he's out was it four to five months yep so that's essentially the season unless the hawks pull out a miracle and make the playoffs he'll be good to go for that yeah and then i
1: all of a sudden decided to just say in our group chat hey looks like 2020 just had to fuck us one last time before new year and then lo and behold the next day Jonathan Tay is out indefinitely. <laughs> it was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?"
0: <laughs> it's like this is insane. Like, ugh. he is out indefinitely with a medical issue. That it sounds like they still don't know what exactly is going on. Um, what did he say? He is just very energy is very drained. He's very lethargic. Yeah, just um, fatigued. It's just. That can be so many different things, and it's kind of crazy too. It's it's scary because like some of the things it could be are very serious and like medical issues, yeah, life changing stuff. But also, it could be simple. Like I, when I was kind of talking about this a little bit too, it's like okay, he's not able to. He said he's I'm not able to train the level I want, and I'm feeling like this, and it's like okay, so from a medical point of view, from a guy who's a health freak, who is a tier athlete, like, is it his level of not being able to perform? Like, what does that compare to a normal person too? So it's like all those little checks and balances like that too. But again, it's really scary too, because it's like, you don't know what it could be, especially like I said, with a health freak guy who takes care of himself. He knows what he's putting in his body. He's not doing anything crazy to, put himself at risk for that kind of stuff so i don't know i know a lot of people were jumping at like saying early stages of ms and all that kind of stuff which i'm like god i gotta go so dark so like so fast? yeah like, I, like there's so many people
1: that just go straight to like worst possible like thing that that could happen it's just like Let's take it easy and just stop speculating because it let makes everybody play. more on edge.
0: Yeah. Let the process play out. Like I feel bad for him that he even had to come out and say something like that because right. like, like, now it's just going to be nonstop speculate speculation of what it is. And not like he's going to be doing media or anything like that, but it's like, it's just always going to be like, Oh, Taves, Taves, Taves kind of thing. It's like, let the guy have his privacy. Let him figure out what the hell's going on. If he wants to talk about it when it comes to that point, he'll talk. Like, he'll talk about it. But it's a big loss for the Hawks this year.
1: Yeah, huge. And, like, this would have been, like, a great time for, like, oh, let's see if Kirby Doc can take that first-line center role. And then it's like, no, I'm not going to have him either. So. Dylan Strom. And at the time, Dylan Strom didn't have a contract. I'm sure he was just
0: sitting there like, yes, <laughs> yes, you need me. At yeah, one point, we didn't have an NHL level center signed. No.
1: <laughs> like, I, uh, it's just, okay. Like, they, they, I wonder how quick they picked up the phone and was like, hey, Dylan, we need to get this done. Come on, bud.
0: Um, yeah, let's see. I'm pulling up our death chart, really.
1: Yeah, it's so. I mean, just going on to that, Dylan Strome got signed two years, three mil, which uh is pretty pretty decent deal. I mean, he's I don't made, love it, I don't hate it, which is which is good. Then, yeah, <laughs> he had a great first year with us, uh, so so second year. Everything, every I think the problem that like. Everybody really wanted him to, like, have more progression, and I th- we've talked about it before. Like during the season, it's just if I feel like if him or Debrinket have a down year, like the other person's gonna have a down year because they're very kind of dependent on each other. But because their play is so great together, so if like if the passes aren't getting through, then Debrinket's not scoring. If Debrinket's not scoring, then there's no assists for Strom. It's just like god damn like hopefully they can really turn it around and and play better this year and the other thing too is like there's times where strome was getting paired with nylander instead because their consistency issues and it's like okay now you don't have anybody ahead of you like there's no doc there's no Taves. so like you're going to get a bulk of the ice time and you're going to get playing with like Patty Kane most likely and to bring it. And it's like, you got to show up every fucking night. You really got to do that and prove that your contract
0: is worth it. It's yeah. It's a perfect, like prove it deal. I think um, benefit of the doubt, the three million, I would have probably said two, 2.5 for like- but the way. The
1: cap is flat too.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, given, like Lisa, this especially this season with all the guys being on LTIR and all that kind of stuff, it's I mean, it's not bad.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I actually want to go back to, like, Doc being hurt. It's really shitty, but <laughs> in my mind, it's kind of like, okay, so it does burn a year of his contract off, really. So he has, like, one year to kind of, like, be really great so he might not be as expensive by the time his rookie deal is
0: over. And I was like. But the way these players are trying for their contract, isn't it like they're not signing for what they are, they're trying to sign for what they could be?
1: Yeah. I mean, unless Doc puts up, like, 95 points next year, like, I don't think he's getting, like, I don't know. He'll probably be somewhere around DeBrinkit's current contract.
0: Yeah, I could see that. That was that was it was the
1: same as like uh Taves and Kane's like middle contract was like six mil. Was it? Yeah, before they signed their like ten million dollar contract.
0: I didn't realize they had a contract before that. I thought the ten million was
1: No, nah, man. They got their ten million dollar deal when they were like twenty something. Yeah, because it was a there was a like Kaner's rookie deal and then they had six point three for six years.
0: Oh yeah, you're right.
1: And that's when that's when they that's after the first cup, and then they won the second too, and then after the third cup, they uh, got their ten million dollar deals. Fuck. So yeah. Forgot how old they
0: are now. Jesus. Yeah, man. (laughs) They're they've been in the league for over ten years, like twelve years at this point. Kane's estimated career earnings is just under a hundred million right now.
1: That's not too shabby. He's going with the way he plays, he's gonna be able to rack up points for years.
0: You think he gets another ten million plus deal? This next one?
1: I don't see why not. <laughs> Honestly, like he he's over a point per game still. It, I don't. It doesn't make sense to not
0: do that. Yeah, I think it's safe to say they won't get matching ones though. This next one. Yeah. True. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the Dylan Strom contract was signed. So he's essentially the, the 1A center. Um, then they sign Soderbergh. Yep, they went out and got Soderberg because they still need centers. That's what was one year, 1 million? Yeah. Which was actually funny. We actually got a bunch of his sticks in from the Coyotes at work. And I'm like, like going through it. I'm like, huh, I wonder where he's playing as I'm doing inventory. And then the next day we get an email from the Hots equipment managers like, hey, if you have any Soderbergh sticks, can you uh, send them over to the United Center? (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) We'll pack them up. Yeah,
1: man. We just got them in. So here here you go. go. So funny. It's like they just got shipped to Chicago.
0: That's about it. Yeah. Um, So he, I mean, eh, I don't know how much center he's playing. I think we need, we need players. (laughs) He's not like a big face-off guy but I think he's good in the defensive zone. So he's going to, I mean, he's going to eat up minutes. He'll probably be that, what, second line center, maybe third line center.
1: I honestly don't even know, like, what the lines are going to look like. I just know there's a first line and then there's just three others. <laughs> like, can you can you really, like, point out, like, who is literally going to be a second liner versus a third
0: liner versus a fourth liner with, like, what they have on the team right now? I want to pull up that tweet. Oh, it's us with, with dice.
1: Yeah, with the the lines that they showed, that, like how they're set up at practice, they had League on the third line again, and I'm just kind of like, okay, are we starting this season out like we did last year, where he gets like very limited play time, and until he you realize, oh yeah, he scores a ton of goals five on five. We should get him more
0: ice time. Soderberg's not even on this team like lineup. That's because he has visa issues, right? Oh, now. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That's still been an issue.
1: I don't even know. I haven't heard anything. I haven't looked it up today, but I haven't heard anything about it recently.
0: So, all right. So the lines that they have right now is to Brinkett, Jerome Kane, Janmark, Suter, Shaw, Kubelik, Walmart, Heary, Highmore, Camp, and Carpenter with Johnson and was it uh, Khrushchev? Oh, Kurzev? Kurzev, yeah. Um, and then Keith Murphy, Han Mitchell, Bowden, Bulkwist, Lindholm, Carlson, and then Suban, Delia. That's not good. <laughs> that did is you say
1: Zatar- You didn't say off at all, did you?
0: No, he's out. He's injured.
1: Oh, uh, like... yeah. Great.
0: So, I mean, you got to assume Bowden will come out for him.
1: Yeah. I mean, hey, like – with all with everything that's going on, it's looking like a, a much better time to just get all your young guys playing time, you know. Yeah. It's really throwing everybody into the fire and see who doesn't burn.
0: Going to that deep end, no no floaties.
1: Yeah, right. Sneak or swim, baby. Take take the train wheels off. Well, let's go.
0: <laughs> um yeah, what's nice with those two is a name that we thought we might never come Back in the lineup, true. Andrew Shaw Shaw's gonna come
1: back, he's he's 100% healthy, apparently,
0: 100% healthy, and he's extremely hungry. As Bowman said, that he's never seen him that fired up and ready to go for a season. I
1: mean, I love watching Shaw play, I just get worried at this point,
0: though. <laughs> I get the way he plays, like, I always like. He's going to go fucking that first shift, like hard out, going to try to make a statement, hit, miss, yeah. hit his head, and just be done. <laughs> like,
1: I don't think he'll miss. I think he – just because he's not, like, that tall of a player. Like, it's, they're, they're playing Tampa game one. He's going to go fucking dump the puck into the corner against Victor Hedman, go rush him, and then just end up taking, like, an elbow to the head because he gets a little bit lower, and, and then you're like, fuck.
0: He is wearing a visor now, too, which is interesting. He was one of the holdouts of not wearing. Not that that's-
1: He'll, uh, He puts the visor on, and now he starts scoring fucking 45 <laughs> goals a year.
0: Holy shit, did you know this thing helps so, you see on the ice? <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: he's setting up in the Ovechkin spot on the power play, just fucking clapping one T's top titty, and it's just like, okay, what happened here? <laughs> it's like the visor, man.
0: Oh. Sick Oakley visor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one last hey, thing little tent. Really talking about <laughs> about your moves. Um, Zach Smith got put on waivers. This came less than 24 hours after his agent tweeted out that he is 100% healthy and ready to go and get back into the lineup and help the Hawks win. And then he gets put on waivers. And he cleared waivers. So I don't know if they're going to have any intention of using him.
1: I don't even know. Like, or it, it's weird. I guess I still don't understand the taxi squad stuff because, like, wouldn't you just rather have an NHL-caliber player on there? But then, like I said already, like, oh, like, with all the injuries, just throw all the rookies in. So I guess they're just going that route. I don't know. Like, is Zach Smith going to the AHL? By the way, is Rockford even playing this year?
0: As of right now, yeah, they are playing. I haven't Um, been against that.
1: Is he going to be, like, the captain in Rockford this year? Like, what's happening?
0: (laughs) I just, yeah, I just don't understand. Like, I just, I kind of question some of the moves right now too because it's just like it doesn't make sense for what's going on with the team given all of the injuries and everything like that. It's like you like you said, you think you'd want as much NHL experience around these young guys to kind of show them the ropes and all that kind of stuff because it doesn't sound like Taves is going to be around the team right so you lose that um sieves i don't know what the fuck's going on with him
1: right uh, unfit
0: to play unfit to play i i am 100 percent convinced you've seen him in his last nhl game already i don't i just i can't see him coming back at, especially in this type of season like Unless he's going to be doing a stream and come halfway, like halfway through or something like that. Or
1: there's fucking more injuries, man. Like he might all of a sudden be like fit to play. <laughs> it's weird to me, too, that like you're, I don't know, you, br- you have Brandon Peary on the team and, but not Zach Smith. <laughs> you know,
0: what did Smith do? Piss everybody off so much. I don't know. Like I thought he was a good, he was a good role player. I thought like I like he's not like a guy that's gonna blow you away like a top six guy. But I thought he was a great depth player that added a little grit to the team. Which yeah, it's really needs. Like, wouldn't you like? Who else
1: is playing the fourth line if like one of those guys can't play? Like, I don't know. It just seems weird to me, but it feels like such an
0: incomplete team.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like I. Game one's gonna be bad.
0: <laughs> like, is there anybody worth tanking this bad for?
1: It's all the like defensemen in the draft. Yeah, like, <laughs> we we can have the best defense in the league. We'll be the new like Nashville. It's fine. Ian Mitchell, Boakfast, whoever, like Owen Power and Nicholas Bodin and Duncan Keith can play
0: on the third line finally. He does look like, though, I mean, he's looking like a little bit of a tank out there. Yeah. Uh, His Jesus hair and beard. There's like video of him going one-on-one with the rookie and just making him look stupid. Yeah, And then there's and then, a video, too, of him saying after practice talking with, like, younger defensemen, kind of, like, coaching them a little bit, which I think the the role he needs to play. Like, I think he needs to step back a little bit. Yeah, he's still going to play on that, but I think he needs to step back, maybe take second-line minutes.
1: I mean, that's not up to him, you know.
0: Right. <laughs> but, like, but I'm just saying, though, like, that's the role they need to put him in. Maybe step him back, let the, like, the younger kids get that ice extra ice time, all that. And he needs to be that coach, extra coach out there to kind of lead him. Because, say what you want about Keith, now he was a great defenseman. Yeah, in his prime, he knows what he was doing. Uh, he's a
1: Hall of Famer for sure. He's not yeah, going like, up in the rafters like it's insane, like what he did for Chicago. And it's just kind of shitty that like he's he still has to be the number one guy because we have like nothing. Like he should, they should have had. Basically, like kept any fucking prospects that they traded away during the last like seven years, and or like I don't know, it just feels like they haven't built up any prospects that like to that level yet.
0: They're it's like they're relying on Keith and Seves mm-hmm. to just carry this team like they're gonna be around forever.
1: Yeah, and it broke Seabrook in half. <laughs> but Keith is just a monster, though. Like. And it's weird because like every time you see him now, he's just not happy. He's not smiling ever. <laughs> it's very fucking serious.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, would you be uh, be smiling when you see the state of your team? You're kind of you're kind of stuck. I don't know. Actually, he could, he's actually very movable. I think he's got a good salary salary cap hit that a team would take on. If he wanted to, I'm not saying he wants to get. Moved, I don't think he. Yeah, he would be he would be easy to move. I think if it came down to it. If, it, if
1: like he decided to waive his no trade clause, yeah, or no movement clause, like what a fucking contract! 13 years, <laughs> $72 million, huge Double- deal. you still. It's yeah. It's his deal is done 22 23, uh, which is the same as Kaner.
0: We're going to have so much cap space that year. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of a little bit of a roundup from the roster. Um, before we kind of get, like, looking into the Hawks season coming up, some big news came out yesterday. Um, Corey Crawford announced reti- his retirement from the NHL. Uh, Ten seasons of actual NHL play. I believe he was with the, organ- the Hawks organization for 14
1: well, yeah, he was drafted in '03. 3 Yeah. So he... 15? Si- 17.
0: <laughs> I,
1: uh... But he didn't he didn't see real ice time until after the first Stanley Cup season. So 10-11 yeah. was when he took I the see. starting role. That was when uh, San Jose offer-sheeted Niami, and they were like, fucking take him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we had brought in like Marty Turco and or I don't know if we still had Ball QA at the time but it was just like then Crawford slowly took over and played like 55 games that year and you're like fuck yeah dude <laughs> and and then it just kind of took the reins from there. oh he played 57 games that year he just took the reins from there he was actually fourth in Calder voting that year too Really? Yeah.
0: Shit, I don't realize that. Um
1: pretty pretty damn good. Kind
0: of go it kind of goes, goes the same thing with like what we're talking about with Taves. Um, he just cited personal reasons and all that kind of stuff. And it's like another thing too. It's like just if he ever wants to talk about what was going on in his life when he retired, he'll talk about it. But it's like there's no point in trying to like nitpick what he what happened, why he stopped. I think anybody who, especially Chicago, knew the moment that he got that Weber bomb to the head, it was kind of like the start of the start of the end for him. Like he did come back and he played some awesome hockey, but he just he never looked looked the same after that.
1: Yeah, fuck up, Kenny Malkin too. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it, it, it's just it sucks. Because, like, he probably – like, if that never happened, like, he'd still be, like – he played so good last year still, too. It's not like – there was no, like, decline for him, really. Like, even in the playoffs, he played unreal. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like, yeah, you got to hang him up. I I don't know if it was – if it was a health thing, if it's a passion thing. <sighs> I don't know. But at least he only ever played hockey for the Blackhawks never never actually s- technically suited up for
0: devils yeah four practices not even four practices two practices yeah basically just a PTO you know yeah and the way that good thing for the devils since they always seem to get screwed by this um the new wording on like the cleft or CBA um they're not on the hook for his contract they like worded oh, yeah. it for i think these years like this 3 years or so about mm. retirements and all that. So, I mean, because they got screwed over with Kovalchuk when he retired. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. So, I was like, Jesus. But
1: so oh, Because it's also a 35-plus yeah, age he's, contract. What, 30,
0: he's 36. Yeah. I think,
1: yeah. He just turned 36, actually, on, on New Year's,
0: New Year's Eve. Eve. Yeah. But, so, big question always going around, um, and I think you're going to have the stats to possibly make a case for it, is does – he go to the rafters.
1: I think, yeah, absolutely. Um when you're talking about like the top goalies in Blackhawks history, he actually he leads or, or so let's say the top goalies in Blackhawks, right? Tony Esposito, Glenn Hall, Ed Belfour, yeah. Scott Darling. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love him. Um, I mean, if we're going by games played. He's third in games played for the Blackhawks. Like Esposito is insanely high up there because I mean they it's at a time where goalies didn't have fucking backups. <laughs> you know, they played every single fucking game. Um he he's on those five like of him, Glenn Hall, Esposito, and Belfort, he has the highest save percentage at 918 for his career and lowest goals against average at 2.45. Two Cups, two Jennings only, trophies.
0: Only Blackhawk goalie to win two Stanley Cups.
1: Yeah. Um, and, like, the the crazy thing, too, is, like, everybody – like, not everybody, but there's so many doubters still that are just like, well, he was just on stacked teams. And it's kind of like – you put him on any team. Like, he, he, like nobody realized how fucking good he was unless you, like, really watch the Hawks day in and day out. Like, he's insane. Like, he, he basically is the owner of the Montreal Canadiens. Like, anytime you went head-to-head head with Carey Price, he always won. He was he was a part of the World Cup of Hockey Canadian team, like, won gold. He was on
0: uh, – Did he even play that, though? I think he played one. I don't know. He was
1: on the team, though. Yeah. Like, you're on the – you're one of the best Canadian goalies at that time. You're – he was on the all-rookie team. It was a two-time all-star. And, like, for goalies, it's harder to be an all-star. Like, there's not that many spots open as, like, a fucking forward or defenseman. I don't know. I think think he goes up to the rafters. I just – I don't know if he goes into, like, the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Very Good, I think. Yeah. But I think he absolutely is part of this dynasty run that we had.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll admit I'm the – I was never a Corey Crawford fan. I always fell into that category of like, oh, something went wrong. Oh, it's on Crawford and all that kind of stuff. But looking back at it and the career and all that, he definitely was underappreciated. He deserves so much more credit than I gave him and what a lot of people gave him for. Um, I don't know about the rafters. I think he has definitely deserves it. I don't know, though, if, there, if he would, but I don't know. It's just, it's so hard because there's going to be so many guys from this dynasty era. It's like, they're going to have no numbers left. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. I honestly can like, I can pick out six at this moment. going to be it's- Kane, Taves, Hosa, Sharp, Keith, Seabrook. Oh shit. Crawford.
0: So seven. That <laughs> goes back to Seabes. If Siebes goes up, you got to put Chelios with him. It's like the number three with Pallad and Magnuson. Like you, can't, yeah. you can't have one without the other true but yeah it's man it's is a real nice reminder of like how fucking spoiled we were from 2010 to 2015 i want to go
1: back to that time so bad (laughs) it's like oh hawks are playing i can't wait to get this fucking w destroy this team (laughs) like oh my god i want to go back and watch like the 2013 series against detroit where they came back down three to one, like fuck.
0: The Jalmerson, no goal, or yeah. And fucking Siebes comes back.
1: Watch the series against Boston in the finals in 2013.
0: 17 maybe. But yeah,
1: okay. So Corey Crawford's <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he also finished with uh nine points, only 18 penalty minutes, doesn't even sniff at Belfort's 240.
0: <laughs> Belfour was a different breed, man. Whole yeah, it's shit. hilarious. Um, no goals, though, for Crawford, right? All assist. Yeah, I don't know. Blackhawks goalie has a goal. You just get scored on a lot by goalies.
1: It only happened once.
0: There's a couple more. Is there? I don't know. I don't think so. Carlos, all right. Crawford retires. Great. It's hopefully, um, hopefully he's able to enjoy retirement and hopefully it's, it was more of a, just a passion thing. It's not a major health thing. And even if it was a health thing, maybe it was more of like a, he realized he can't afford another, another headshot or something like that. So he's just stepping out while he's still able to Um, only 36 years young. That's fucking insane too. Yeah. And he's set for life.
1: Basically. I wonder if he, if, like the Blackhawks offer him a role or anything, doing any like any kind of goaltending coaching or anything. Well, he's got to wait like that.
0: It's probably he's got to wait two years for his contract with the Devils. What? Isn't it the thing with like with Hosa? Like
1: no, Hosa was on LTIR.
0: But I'm saying like I don't. Nobody reti- Nobody retires now. Everybody no, on Crawford.
1: Crawford's retired. <laughs> They- so, his, his cap is not on the Devils. Like, they don't have anything against them. Okay. Like, he's he's just straight-up retired. He's not getting paid by the Devils. The, the whole LTIR thing is so that those players like those players, still just collect a paycheck.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: And then there's no – like, the reason Hosa is on LTIR is because there would be, um, like, a penalty against the Blackhawks, basically, if he retired –
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: But yeah, so like so Crawford Crawford just does not have a contract right now. He's he's just done. So it's just literally Mackenzie Blackwood in in uh, New Jersey.
0: Yeah, they're still paying a quarter of a million to Kovalchuk or a penalty.
1: Yeah, that's fucking crazy.
0: Five more years. But it's yeah. $12 million in cap space now, too. Holy shit.
1: So, I mean, like I said, Crawford, I wonder if he ends up maybe just, like, spending time with his family or something, or if, like, any time in the future he does a uh...
0: – Ambassador-type thing.
1: Yeah. Plus, I wonder, like, do they – like, when would they celebrate his retirement? Like, wouldn't you want to do it with fans in the stands? Like, I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't yeah. expect to see anything this season – like, I'm sure they had – I actually know because they never would have played the Devils this year. I was going to say they have, like, a return video, but it's, like, nope. Not even if he played. So I wonder what, if anything, they do. It's like, thanks, Crawford.
0: Yeah, it's weird times, man. You think that yeah, – I didn't even think about that return video or anything like that.
1: I wonder if, like – like, they kind of, you know how, like, you expect the jerseys to go up in the rafters? I wonder mm-hmm. if they would wait for, like, everyone to be retired that to whole- do it all at once. Like, I could see that fucking that'd happening. Be cool.
0: I mean, that'd be cool. Because, I mean, they didn't they do Esposito, Hall, and Makita all together? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. That would be cool. But I feel like we're going to be waiting on a long time for that.
1: Yeah, because I feel like Kane's gonna play until he's like fucking forty five.
0: Yeah. Do you uh do you think that they give Crawford like a one year, uh, not one year, a one day deal type thing, so he can retire a Blackhawk?
1: He's already retired. I think that it's just I don't think that's like he didn't play with like the Devils. Like he's basically retired a Blackhawk. Yeah, that's true. His last game was as a Blackhawk. Like he's not going to go down as like. Here's his stats as a Blackhawk, and here's his stats as a Devil. Like New Jersey, Cory Crawford. Yeah, right. Stopped. St. Louis legend Marty
0: Broder. Oh like. <laughs> uh well, best best wishes to Crawford. Um, Absolutely retirement, in we to see you back in Chicago at some point for something. Um, so. <laughs> Good way to put it. (laughs) I mean, it's something you know, something's coming. So, Mm. but so talking about the good days, let's talk about the bad days. What are the keys to the Blackhawks season this year? And your first one you said was (laughs) just don't go, just don't go 0 56. (laughs) It's gonna be
1: tough, man. Are you kidding me?
0: Are we have fallen? Like, thank God Detroit's in our division again. I mean, that's at least a couple of victories right there. Which,
1: which is insane to me that Detroit's still seen as being the 31st team after we don't even have Doc or Taves. Like, that's I, saying something. <laughs> like, I a lot of those
0: rankings that came out before. No.
1: There's some that, like, really took that into account still, too. There is there's, there's actually other rankings that are seen online. Just because you can fucking, if you go on Instagram and follow any NHL accounts so that are, like, they all like do their power rankings and yeah. and like they like a lot of them release them like day after, like one or after the other, like day after day. Like, and a lot of them before like Taze had been out and Kirby Doc's been out, like they had the Hawks at like 27, 26, yeah,
0: 27, 26 a lot.
1: And then the ones that have Taze and Doc's out and like that's a part of their power rankings still have them at 30 instead of 31. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I don't even, I wouldn't, they don't have, a proven goaltender. They don't have a first or second line center. Like their defense, like their proven defensemen are older now still. And there's so, like so many
0: like things that can well, go we wrong. We have that Detroit doesn't have
1: anything. I guess
0: Patrick Kane.
1: That's true. That's the only thing. That's literally, literally the only like, thing.
0: The closest thing that Detroit has is what Larkin. Yeah, and that's not even close.
1: Lark, like, Detroit's big three are, like, Larkin, and Bertuzzi, and Mantha. At least they have Thomas Grice. They just got him this offseason, which I had to mention the other day because I was just yeah. like, did you guys remember that Thomas Grice signed in <laughs> Detroit? It's like, no, no fucking clue.
0: I kind of feel like this season, just kind of going off of that, it's like if you play NHL franchise mode and say you sim, like, five years, Without like paying attention to it, and then you go and you try to find like roster like players like where they're at. Mm-hmm. That's what this year is going to be like because it's like I have no fucking where yeah. when did that happen? <laughs> like Kevin um, Shattenkirk's in Anaheim. What? Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Um, so uh, so he's the season. Um, my number one, to Brinkin and Strom need to have bounce back seasons. Absolutely they have got to step up. They can't have that that slump they did. it more than Strom, I think. I think yeah, DeBrinkit's got has got to prove it because he's being paid right now. He's got that 6 million dollar plus contract. Strom needs to prove it cuz he he's essentially working for his next contract starting now.
1: Yeah. He's got to he's got to show that like that first season that he had with us, like partial season wasn't just like a fluke.
0: Yeah. Um but it, man. For what he – the expectations, like, that got put on him after that first season, the first full season, was it?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just like – well, the first full season, he led the team in goals, and then the next year, he had almost a point per game with 40 goals.
0: Yeah, so hopefully it was just a bad season, but, yeah, they've got, yeah, they got yeah. to get back to, to where they're their high level of play.
1: Yeah, so it was a huge drop off. It was his first season, full season was 28 goals, 24 assists for 52 points. And then two years ago, 41 goals, 35 assists, 76 points. And we're like, fuck yeah, dude, this is gonna be sick. And then last year was just 18 goals, 27 assists for 45 points in 70, 70 games. So it's like 30 less points in only like 12 less games. Yeah, that's not good. So. The regression hurts, um, but he was shooting at an all-time low, though. Like, not like shots, but just shooting percentage.
0: Yeah, was he was one shit. like this. him and Sod last year. Like, they just could not buy goals.
1: I think it was like Sod for whenever he got back from Columbus, just
0: couldn't buy a goal. Yeah, he Sod was like the guy that like all that work was put in, he was right there and then be like a post or yeah, like ah, that poor guy. Don't worry. He'll be coming back soon. So
1: yeah. Um, Sign him in the off season. Yeah.
0: My, uh, so my next point I'm going to, cause it kind of also goes in hand in hand was to uh, bring it in strome. They're going to see, you know, they're going to have to have that bounce back, especially because you're going to see their ice time go up. Um, Kubelik I think is going to see his ice time go up a lot too so a key him this season is he cannot suffer that sophomore slump well that's the the problem that's going to happen with Kubelik is who's playing with him right
1: if you have Kane to and Strom on the first line Kubelik was playing with Taves and Saad really or like Kajula or whatever and like who's getting Kubelik the puck like where are they setting it up so that Kublik's getting shots off in the offensive zone if no one's going to be able to take it to the offensive zone with him?
0: I think they need to take Kane away from Debrinket and Strom.
1: Yeah, they really like, and- or just I don't know, take Strom away from Kane and fucking Brinkett. Like, I don't know. It's a, hopefully something surprising comes along because Kublik is just a shooter, man. Like, get him the puck, he's going to shoot it, but they got to get in the offensive zone. Like, and I don't know how they're gonna do that if just three like most offensive guys, other than Kublik, are on the same line.
0: Yeah, that's that line cannot stay together. The more we talk about that now, that line has got to be broken up.
1: It. They, what if they're just the new Pasternak, Bergeron, and Marshawn line?
0: <laughs> they're scoring every time they touch the ice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. like
1: yeah. that's the only way that Boston wins is by them scoring four points a fucking game. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, um, I'd be, I'd be curious to see though too who they really end up playing. I don't, I can't see him playing a third line role, um,
1: like he did last year at the start of the season. Yeah, just, it's just like,
0: but that was also when we had a full healthy team, like a full of offensive threats. You need a your offensive guy has got to be put on that second line, man. At least that second line. You can't put him, bury him on the third. Um, I'd be curious to see how...
1: Why isn't he playing with Suter? That's so, what I was just
0: about to say. Right? How I put them together. Because, I mean, they played with each other, too, overseas, didn't they? Weren't they on that same team?
1: I don't know if they're on the same team. I just know that they, in the same league, they both put up, like, mad fucking goals. I didn't look that up real quick. What was the... Here, I'll look up Kubrick. He's He was playing... And what the fuck? Oh, my God. The National League, Amprey Piotta, 57 points in 50 games. You see that? You see what I'm talking about? I don't think Suter was on that team. Yeah, because he was on ZSC. You see? It's
0: the same league.
1: Yeah, same league. He put up more goals, but 53 points in 50 games. So, yeah. I would love to
0: see those two play together.
1: I mean, if they're the exact same player, I don't really want the exact same player on the same line. Because, like, if if they're both shooters, like, you need, like, Kaner on that line that can just feed both of them. Or, literally, if Strom can, can just get the puck and feed people like that, too. Like, that would be a perfect, like dock line because he's so good at carrying the puck into the zone and then just fucking dishing it off but you know unfortunately Uh, whatever man we got three days (laughs) two days when this comes out and we'll see what happens Uh very 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 shitty test right away against tampa Feels like the if you're if anybody pays attention to football, it feels like the Bears versus the Saints today.
0: <laughs> it's like yeah, it's going to. Is there is
1: there a chance? Games. Very slim.
0: I think we're starting the season off 0 too 2. Um, if I'm being honest,
1: dude. Can they're 16 million dollars over the cap? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they have injuries, so
0: it's okay. My last key to the season I have is just like be Kane.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's his season right now you know like it's honestly caner's kane he might put up a 100 points in 56 games like just like can just literally all Carlton does in the locker room just go i don't know man fucking feed kane and he and he's just sitting in the corner like his feet are jumping up and down he's like yeah yeah fucking feed me like, <laughs> feed me baby
0: <laughs> just I, like- say, I was i say, the locker room just like drawn up like okay this is what you guys going to do this this and this kane just you just go just go like yeah Don't don't even listen, just you know what to do.
1: It's that that old cartoon, like little comic drawing of like Taze and Kane where it's like, (laughs) you ready tonight, Kaner? he's like, bitch, I might be. (laughs) It's just like that kind of vibe, energy, every fucking game. Just get that going. And then he's just like grinding his teeth, ready to fucking go. Scores five points every night. Honestly, Hawks could win the first game because I could could honestly see Kaner just fucking going off and getting like a five-point game.
0: God, I don't even put that out there because now it's I'm gonna be, gonna like, I'm, gonna be like, I'm gonna be watched. I'm be so upset when it doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. It's you're gonna see a lot of Kane when there's no one else on the team. Basically, that's the okay. You know,
0: what's the over under of time on ice for Kane? You think?
1: Oh, 23
0: minutes. Twenty three. Yeah. God, he's gonna be like triple shift. He's gonna play both. Yeah, back. it's, like, it's literally,
1: it's gonna be the exact same when Colton first took over and the Hawks were still kind of like in games and winning them. And Kaner was playing every other shift. It was, he was playing on that second line and he was playing like third or fourth line as well. And <laughs> it's gonna be great. Watch Brandon Puri come out, score 15 goals, and have two assists. Because that's Brandon Peary's stats. Oh, uh, Suter.
0: You're right. Isn't
1: it Suter? Or no, Peary and Kubelik are on the same line. Just just put Suter in their center, and then you just have nothing but shooters. Peary. And there's... And <laughs> I
0: think Kubelik and Walmart right now are the, is the lineup. Yeah.
1: I'm excited to see the new guys, like Walmart and Yamark, yeah, see how they stack up on the lineup. I don't know, man. It's like, is not... I don't know as negative I, as I am about like the potential of the season. Like I'm still really excited to see the team just because I fucking love the Blackhawks, you know?
0: Right. This, <laughs> I mean, this is going to be, I think this is going to be dog shit hockey. I don't think this team's going <laughs> to, a lot, but the fact that we're going to get to see like what Suter can do, what Mitchell can do, mm-hmm. like yeah. all these young guys and all that, it's going to be awesome. The, the downside is, one like, I mean, the biggest question is like, what the fuck is going on in the net? Like,
1: hey, let's see what they can do, baby.
0: <laughs> how long until was it Lincoln in comes in and just they, they're like, you know what, Fuck it, you try, see what you can do. Because I think they're rolling Subondelia. Um yeah. I'm assuming Lincoln is gonna be that third guy that they travel with, which sucks because I wish he would be if the Rockets playing, I'd rather see him playing than, than sitting. Eh, I mean,
1: nobody talks about Lincoln and, like, he's a huge deal. So I don't even know if, like, it's that big of a deal anymore. Like, he won, it's like, the World Cup of Hockey with Finland one year and, like, played really well. But it's, like, I haven't really heard much from him. So I want just one of the three to do well, and I don't really care who it is.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Um, any keys from you or any questions for you?
1: Hey, like I said, just, you know, go out there and outscore the other team. (laughs) (laughs) It honestly, like, that's, that's what's going to have to happen. Like, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to win one, nothing games. They're going to have to win like fucking five to three. And we see a lot of like nine, eight hockey games. Oh my God. (laughs) Just, just do like, you know, how Montreal was talking about going with three defensemen and two forwards. Well, let's just go fucking four forwards, two defensemen, <laughs> no goalie all game. Like <laughs> let's fucking just do that.
0: Oh man. So you could tell that we've got a lot of faith in Suban and Delia. Uh, I
1: mean, I I hope so. I honestly love it. It's just I think it's just funny to say shit like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, honestly watch Subban come out and get a fucking shutout. Game one. 33 saves. Gainer five points and just destroys Tampa Bay. <laughs>
0: and everybody just goes, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, how many – What's? what do you say how many games they win in this year?
1: Out of 56, I don't know, 20. All right. I, mean, I think that's kind of reasonable. It's yeah. It's going to be difficult with the – just like you – I mean, it's difficult and also kind of not – just because you play the same seven teams eight times each. So, like, sure, like, Tampa's going to be tough to play eight times, but then, like, throughout the season, you're you're playing the same teams. Like, you're going to figure out what the fuck they're doing. You're, yeah. you're going to have to make adjustments. And if you don't make adjustments, guess what? You're going to fucking drown and lose, like, everything. It's
0: going to be chippy as
1: yeah, this is the season that, oh, like, Old you time either play all your rookies or they should have just gone out and gotten a bunch of grinders and just beat the shit out of people.
0: Oh, man. I'm just so pumped to play Detroit again. Just,
1: mis- oh, my God. If we could have had, like, like, pre-Patrick Kane, like, Hawks, where they were getting in fights, like, every fucking game, and especially against Detroit. I don't know if you remember a long time ago, but Christopher Steed got in a fight against Detroit one time. Yeah. And I can't remember who he fought, but it was fucking amazing. And it was it was basically a, like a, a show. Like, they got in a fight, and he's like, yeah! He's <laughs> like,
0: whoa, dude!
1: <laughs> it was like right before they won um, in 2010. It was insane. The Hawks were, like, beating the shit out of people, too.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I remember that for Steve one. I remember seeing I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't know he can do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was great. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go back and watch some like hockey fights. Hockeyfights.com, baby. <laughs> the greatest. So movie.
0: my advice for any Hawks fans listening, especially newer fans that weren't around in like the early 2000s and all that, is keep your expectations low. Don't <laughs> expect much, so that if they do do well, it's a nice surprise.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Don't don't set expectations too high. That's what I, that's what I do in life. My expectations <laughs> are low they're always low and you know why because i never get disappointed (laughs) it's always like a good excitement like oh like i thought you were going to be a complete piece of shit and guess what you're only just a small piece of shit like awesome dude like that's so good for you (laughs) it's like the greatest and also i mean if you're a blackhawks fan there's a chance that you're also a chicago sports fan you should know this by now
0: yeah (laughs) Like,
1: like the bears not good the Cubs have not been good for a long time. Got really good. Guess what? Not good anymore. The yeah. Sox, not good. They're getting better, so that's cool. Um, the Bulls were great. Guess what? Not good anymore. Like, that's Chicago sports. <laughs> like, we'll be pretty good for a good five to six years span, and then it's going back to not being good.
0: That is a very fair point, and that is a Instagram clip right there. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! That's like a life advice from Tanner, like segment right
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a true Chicago and you only got five or six good years in, yeah, <laughs>
0: then
1: the rest are not going to be good, <laughs> he wins
0: one season, enjoy it.
1: Yeah, seriously. Um,
0: yeah. Any any final thoughts on the Hawks?
1: No, man, I'm excited. I just like I get jazzed, like and excited talking about hockey. Like I wasn't excited, like going. People like, oh man, it's gonna be bad, but it's like it's hockey, man. Like. You and it's in that's the thing. When I say it's hockey, man, it's like anything can happen. Yeah, like the Hawks could end up winning the Stanley Cup this year. I know there's a like very little chance, but like it's fucking hockey. It's this isn't basketball. You're not going into the year going like, oh, like the Hawks have LeBron James, like they're gonna win it all. It's right. like that's not how it works. Like I you mean, can't look predict at- the, you can't sweep the entire fucking playoffs. And win the when the the championship like that's not that's something you can do.
0: Look at look at the bubble. I mean who would have yeah. thought the Hawks and Montreal were gonna win that that playing round like anything can fucking happen. You never know. Yeah.
1: It's so, fucking hockey man. You yeah. know
0: I mean yeah. if you as long I mean if you're a if you're just a Hawks fan, it's gonna be rough. If you're a hockey fan, you've got to be pumped jazz. Let's fucking go. It's back. Um Yeah, I'm curious to see
1: what they're like. Actually, like final thought. I'm curious, you know, how like during the bubble, like they had like covered the seats and like had like the large LCD screens or LED screens or whatever. And like they had like all the graphics and everything. I wonder Mm -hmm. if they're doing anything like that for like the empty stadiums.
0: Probably not. I think they're, I think I saw pictures of the United Center when they were painting the ice. They have like the tarps. Yeah. And it's center ice on the two like the sections of center ice. But I don't see anything else besides that. Maybe they're voting more stuff in as it gets closer, but. That would have been a good t- opportunity to
1: actually add advertisements, you know? <laughs> like,
0: so, yeah, that's okay. So we'll switch over to NHL talk and we'll bring that up. Cause we didn't talk about that. Um, NHL did two different advertisement things. They have helmet ads this year and they sold the rights to the division names. Yeah. Which, I mean, the divisions
1: aren't going to just be called that like, the Central Division is the Discover. Yeah, so I have them right here. You got the West
0: is the Honda. The North is Scotia. East is Mass Mutual. And Discover is, or Central's Discover.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, it's the Central Division brought to you by Discover.
0: Yeah. It's not like the
1: Discover Division, you know?
0: I don't understand. So, this got a lot of backlash. Really? So, yeah, I, cares, so people were pissed. They're saying, like, oh, look at the, the league selling out, blah, blah, blah. What do you fucking care what the division's called? What do you care what is on the goddamn helmets? You're not gonna see what's on the helmets until they do like a zoom in of the player. Like overall, what 98% of the game, you're not gonna know what's on the helmet.
1: Yeah, like what is, are you distracted? Like (laughs) I was, I didn't see, I didn't see the back door pass because I was staring at the advertisement because I was like, maybe I do need insurance. (laughs) Like, what
0: the fuck? (laughs) Like I don't understand why people are so pissed about it. The the league is losing money. They're finding ways to do it. Yeah. And if selling the division rights and helmet stickers is what keeps ads off the uniforms, yeah. As long as they stay off the uniforms, like who gives a shit what they call the division? (laughs) Like, and it's just this year.
1: Like, I, I mean, if they do it from now on, honestly, don't give a fuck. Oh, the the. What was it? The the divisions used to be called, like, what was the Adams in the Campbell division or something? Yeah. And it's like, oh, that made no sense.
0: <laughs> it's like, let them do whatever they want and get the revenue back. Hockey is at the bottom of the top four when it comes to revenue and all that kind of stuff. Let them fucking make their money. Especially now, I think the more money they get back in revenue, the quicker things Go back to normal.
1: Yeah, the salary cap can go up and your team's can yeah. be better. Everybody right. buy fucking jerseys if you can. <laughs> Donate to the NHL. They really need the assistance.
0: Marcel <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Fun will help out the NHL. Oh, my God. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> NHL opens a restaurant, then they'll help them. Oh, my
0: God. Um yeah, so I, I don't understand people bitching about that. It's it's tiny things. It's for at least I – I bet you it, it was on past this year, but I think it only covered this yeah. until that flat caps supposed to go back up. They said three years. I don't care if they have division sponsors for three more years. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Put
1: the, put advertisements on the refs. Go for it. Yeah, fuck
0: it. You said sell the post to Twizzler.
1: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Have the coaches wear jumpsuits for, like, Skittles and shit. I don't know. Like, (laughs) make them look like NASCAR drivers. I don't give a fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, hockey's back. Dallas Stars, not so much. Oh, Um, true. (laughs) So their season got pushed back to at least the 19th of January. Um, Hey, winter break's still on, boys. Let's go. (laughs) They had an outbreak of COVID. Um they had six players and two coaches test positive. That's when you should use the soundboard and go, like, wah, wah, <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Um, yeah, so, six players, two coaches test positive. They had to close down their training facilities, their stadiums, and all that's for cleaning and all that. Um, I guess, yeah. So I mean, this is I think gonna be more common this year. I mean, the ball yeah. was nice, but I mean teams are gonna be traveling. Look at the NFL that traveled, look at the MLB that traveled. Dude, um
1: I'll get a job fucking cleaning the United Center if I get to go in the locker room and smell
0: Caner's right? gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um yeah, so I mean that's gonna be I mean that's what you're just gonna get used to hearing that kind of stuff. Games are gonna get postponed. I think but I think until it becomes like league wide, I don't think there's really anything to be worried about with that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean it's gonna to be tough. Like every every league that's done travel at this point has had some complications with COVID. Luckily vaccines are getting rolled out and I don't know, like I don't I'm sure hockey players are not Top on the list, but a little bit more control is going to be coming like slower and slower, you know? Yeah. So
0: um, there's that. Then there's just a couple quick signings um, and changes that happen. Uh, Matthew Barzell yeah. signed his ticket with the Islanders. It was what, three years with a cap hit of seven?
1: Yes. Yeah. So it's a- yeah, yeah. 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 Three years, 21 mil.
0: He gets, what, four this year? Four, seven, ten. Four, seven, ten.
1: Yeah, so, like, his last year is still as a restricted free agent, which is the same kind of deal as, like, a, as it, so that when he signs his newer ticket, it can't be lower than ten, which is fucking sick. Like, he's nasty, dude.
0: I think his qualifying offer is 120% of what his last contract was. So that's what, 100% of, 120% of 10? Is it really? Is that what it'd be? I think so. So like 12 mil? Not too bad. I'm kind of surprised. I'm really kind of surprised, but I'm not at the same time that there wasn't any like rumors of an offer sheet on him. I felt like there was a couple teams that could have afforded it, but then again, I don't know if there are teams yeah. that he would realistically go to. Yeah,
1: but I don't know. I feel like maybe some GMs were like, don't want to piss off other GMs during a, a like a flat cap part <laughs> and just be like, yeah, man, no, you can't afford, you're really good players, So uh, I'm going to take them off your hands. And then they go, I'm going to fucking ruin your life in the future. <laughs>
0: like, that kind of thing though too, like, okay. So if that's like the mindset between the GMs, then what's the fucking point of this shit? Like why even have it?
1: I mean, If there's, if there's like, any kind of vendettas between GMs, I would love, I would love, like, a, like, a, I was gonna say, like, a Tupac and Biggie feud between, like, GMs, but no, not like that, not like that insane, but just, like, just, like, some beef between some GMs where it's just, like, yeah, I'm gonna poach players off this guy, because fuck that guy, like, (laughs) that shit would be great, like, actually get some feuds going, so you, like, I mean, it's it's like oh, Boston and Montreal hate each other, like Toronto and Boston hate each other. But like, I'm sure the GMs or like the man manage- or like the owners don't really give a fuck, right? You know, like the, those games sell out more than anything. It's like yeah, like keep the rivalry going. Like I made tons of money on you guys. Yeah, so
0: um, yeah, not a bad ticket for him. Um, I think it's fair for both sides. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it's uh, it's a good deal.
0: Um, another signing Chara to Washington. Oh, Jesus. Which. Yeah. Way to go. Why is he just retire? I don't know. Don't care. (laughs) I don't know. Like the same thing too. Like looking at it, like people talking about it. Boston fans are furious. He didn't, they didn't re-sign him. And people are like, oh my God, it's such a great pickup for Washington. Am I like the only one that thinks that he's one of the most overrated players right now? Like, for his position, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's anything special at all. Like, I don't – I've never thought he was – anyway. Yeah,
1: big guys shoot hard. I don't know. That's he about it. it like, like, players at this point just skate right around him. Yeah. Like, the league is literally getting faster. And it's like, well, let's get out – let's go out and get the biggest, slowest guy we can find.
0: Um, but with him going to Washington, they gave Bergeron the C. Yeah. Which – I think it probably should have. I mean, the most makes the most sense out of anybody to have that, but they also play a nice little prank on him. Oh, him God.
1: It was so funny. They uh, go, go look it up online if you haven't seen it already.
0: Yeah, they basically gave it to said Marchant or not Marchant. Yeah, Marchant was going to yeah. the captain.
1: And they're, they're talking about how the C is going to go to the guy. You know, he really deserves it. Give, he's the heart and soul of the team. And they're like, Brad Marshawn, get up here. <laughs> Marshawn jersey with a C on it. And then he's just like, oh, thanks, boys. And he goes – and then it, it's not, like – it's not, like, drawn out. It's very quick. He just switches it and just goes, we all know who really deserves a C, though. So – and then they pull out a Bergeron jersey. And he's just, like – he's, like, looking around, like, okay, cool. Because, like, fuck that. <laughs> like, uh, it's funny. It's so weird because, like, I – it feels like he's had to see the whole time. Yeah. But.
0: It's also crazy how long he's been around too.
1: Yeah. I forgot what year he was drafted. Oh. Do you know?
0: Not on top of my head. I don't, I don't even
1: know when he was drafted. 2004. Okay. Second round, 45th. Damn. Damn, son. Not too shabby. It was a 2003 entry draft. Was he 2003? Yeah. Speaking oh. of 2003 entry draft. <laughs> only, only seven picks later, Corey Crawford. I mean, when you put him head-to-head, Corey Crawford's way better.
0: <laughs> just a steal. Two cups versus one. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, so I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up If you. But I think before we go, do you have any have a hot take for the season, whether it's be the Hawks or the rest of the league?
1: Ooh. um, I mean, I'll throw something at you that I don't actually believe. Tampa misses the playoffs. (laughs) I don't think – I think they're – like, the Tampa has, like, a 71 to, like, 75% chance of making the playoffs and, like, an 11% chance of winning the Stanley Cup right now. And it's, like, insane. The Hawks have, I don't know, they, they <laughs> on like the gambling sites and everything, they have a, a 0% chance of winning the Stanley Cup. And I'm like, I don't think that's how percentages work. Like, they, they have to have like a 0.1, like a uh, 0.01. Uh-huh. I they're like them- they're like no, there's no fucking timeline in which the Blackhawks win the Stanley Cup this year. It's like holy shit, dude, like all the alternate universes in the
0: world, not one. Yeah. The Blackhawks in the cup this There's
1: year. no way in hell they fucking string enough wins together to make the playoffs and then win 16 more fucking games. <laughs> it's like okay, guys, let's fucking relax. It's like I, I wish I would have seen what the chances of like Columbus making the playoffs last year was when they didn't have a goalie like a like a true starting goalie before they knew what they actually had. Yeah, but they still have fucking Tortorella, so it's not fair.
0: I uh, mean, my hot take is I'm gonna say the Sabers make the playoffs and Hall wins heart.
1: You think Hall's gonna win the heart? I think if the Sabers make the playoffs, it'll end up being Jack Eichel with the heart anyway. So. so.
0: I don't know. Hockey, mm. Hockey's coming back. Let's go. I think feel like that's like the most said phrase to this episode. Let's go. <laughs> coming back. Let's go. Um yeah. Hawks are what? Six thirty on Wednesday? Seven. Seven. Six?
1: Six o'clock. I don't know. I said it to record. It's so. I'm ni- not gonna be able to watch it live. It's
0: so <laughs> nice that we're gonna have these, like you said, last episode. We're in all these early game times. No, no fucking late ones. Yeah, no 9 p.m. start times, huh? Might be the first time in a long time that I actually watch almost every single game without. I'm jealous. <laughs> but all right. So next time we talk, we'll have some games to to recap. Um, some Blackhawks sweeps of you know. Just, Tampa and Florida in the first week they'll sweep them. Remember, not the five and zero. Oh. Malcolm
1: Subban shut out, thirty-three saves. Kainer five points. Game one. Watch it, watch it happen.
0: <laughs> 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 <I dig. laughs> oh, that's great. All right, so for Tanner and Jerem, this was episode one nineteen.
1: Yeah, one nineteen.
0: The true silly season
1: is upon us.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like ever since we started saying it's silly season time, it's just gotten
0: sillier fucking sillier
1: and sillier. It's ridiculous.
0: Uh, all right, wow. so we uh, we'll catch you on the next one.
1: All right, see you later, love you, boys.
0: The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.